Friday morning, Tim. Friday morning. Back for the uh, appetite for construction, shorty. Shorty. I love that. The shorty. And we have a special guest. Oh, and he's looking. He looks as good as he does at night as he does at 7 o'clock in California. Mike Prinkavage Jr. Mike. Mikey. What's up? You should see me after three cups of coffee. I'm, I'm only a half a cup in right now. but yeah, his quaff, The quaff is going strong this morning. <laughs> oh yeah so you mentioned this um last night you told me about that you're going to uh the greek theater on saturday to uh to watch will ferrell's what is it the best day of your life or something like that the yeah the greatest night of your life and i looked at the lineup and i couldn't believe and absolutely i feel like it's going to be the greatest night of my life I mean, when you have a lineup with Jack Black as a comedian, you have Joe Coy, um, you have uh, who else is on there, John? I sent you the list. It was it was well, it was, uh, it was the guys from that podcast with uh, Will Arnett and Sean Hayes and Jason oh, yeah. Bateman. Oh, okay, and that then, will be cool. And then with mi- musical performances from Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam, Dave Matthews, Jesus. Maya Rudolph. Um, the list goes on, man. Unbelievable. Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, it's gonna be like a—is it like a seven-hour show or something? Jesus, <laughs> you know. Honestly, I was telling John this uh, yeah, on the IG live. I'm like, I, I, <clears throat> I honestly think that Will Ferrell is gonna punk us. I, I think he's gonna yeah. come on stage and he's be like, you know, what, it's just me, guys. It's just me. And I just, yeah, I want to see Keanu Reeves like saying, like, yeah, hey, whoa, <laughs> dude, yeah. No, he's actually, from all accounts, he's a pretty, pretty good dude. It's kind of last dark. time I saw. Kind of dark, yeah. But last time I saw Will Ferrell, he was DJing at like some college fraternity party or something a couple. Yeah, weeks his ago. son goes to USC. Yeah, well, so he went he to was, USC. Yeah, that's awesome. I wonder if Frank the Tank got out. Oh, the tank. <laughs> I hope he comes out. That would even be a better show. Can you imagine? <laughs> All right, so all three of us will be in uh, Cleveland next week for the PHCC show, Plumbing, Heating, Cooling Contractors show. Um, so we will all reconnect. It'll be, we'll see each other live, but, um, we thought it'd be cool to kind of just talk about, uh, trade show tips, like how to navigate a trade show successfully. And I, I'm sure you guys have your own ideas. <laughs> I guess one, I know for sure. Um, so, I mean, I'll go first, I, like a tip. Now, this might not be for PHCC because it's a smaller in scale show, but like AHR, um, the bigger shows that you might take a day or two or three to to, to kind of see everything, just wear comfortable shoes and wear comfortable clothing, I think, because um, you're going to be walking a lot. You put about 20,000 plus steps in a day, so just make sure you're comfortable. On. I would I would add to that that for some of these big shows they have mobile apps. Download the app. Yeah. It's great for updating you throughout the day. It'll probably send you notifications on seminars or appointments you might have. So I'm a big proponent of downloading trade show apps. Yeah, and to kind of piggyback off that, there are people who just go to a show and they just walk down an aisle and then walk down the next and then just kind of meander around. You know, Tim, you and I go to a show and we have appointments. And so having that app or having a plan to, because a lot of these shows are in different halls. You have to cross 
a hallway to get into a different, a totally different hall. And it might not even be close by. Like Vegas has a South hall, the North hall, the central hall. Yep. Um, oh yeah. You measure, uh, I mean, AHR this year in Atlanta, that, that facility was broken up into two, the North yeah. and South. And yeah. I, it's kind of like, how you would walk into a casino and you get lost in a casino. Um, yeah. You don't know which way's out, which way's in. And uh, so it's good to have that app. Yeah. To your point, Tim, um, there's usually a, a mobile interactive map. Um, I hear this year with HR, there's actually a geolocation. So it'll actually show your little, your little bubble as you're standing, you know, oh, at your, uh, at I like your, that. yeah, it's like an interactive map. So um, mm-hmm. we're excited to see that. Like I mentioned, Tim and I are making appointments like every half an hour. And so, you know, in the beginning, you would just take any appointment and it would be like across the hall. And then you have to come back and you'd be like, holy crap, like, just make sure you plan it accordingly. Well, and I would add that, you know, I think one of the key elements that John and I have gotten used to, I've been doing trade shows for 20 plus years. Be flexible, be flexible, be flexible. People get busy, booths get busy. Trade show floors are notorious for being broken up and kind of confusing sometimes. So just be flexible. Don't be an asshat out there. Yeah. You're going to find uh, from a contractor standpoint, you're going to find big groups huddled around the the bigger manufacturers like Milwaukee and DeWalt and, you know, all the uh, tool manufacturers for sure. But, but even, um, you know, companies such as Service Titan or, or the bigger, uh, you know, water heater companies, that sort of thing. And if you really want to get in and, and get good information, um, my suggestion anyway, is to hit up the bigger spots that would normally have groups uh, gathered around them. Hit, hit those up like during lunchtime where everybody's yeah. like grabbing, grabbing their lunch. You know, it's usually less busy at the booths and you can get in and, and actually have some quality time with the representatives. So that's definitely, you know, uh, <clears throat> one of many suggestions for sure. Well, I mean, you could do the reverse trade show, but you know, most of the fun is, you know, the first night you get in and there's parties and then, you know, Monday, Tuesday, there's parties, but the last day of a trade show is like a ghost town. So if you really wanted to like do business or see somebody, that would probably be also a good time to go, but you're missing out on maybe some of the connections of people have already left the show by then. Yeah. But I would another tip I would offer don't worry about work. You're at a trade show, you're there for a reason. It's probably the largest sales call or research and development opportunity you have all year. Forget about work for a day. Focus on the trade show. I can't tell you the number of people I've walked around with at trade shows and all they want to do is send emails out or reply to phone calls and it's just like dude, come on, stop it. You're here for a reason focus. It's so funny. So funny you say that, Tim. I actually wrote that down as a note. Um, and I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be canceled if I say this, but stop bringing your husband, your wife, your kids, all this stuff. Um, you know, I've, I've heard, you know, too many stories from business owners. <laughs> I know, right, John? You're like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. But you get to the strip club when your kids and your wife are around. <laughs> so. I just, I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> to focus on the task at hand with the uh, with the trade show, I mean, you you pay good money to go to these things, you know. And uh, when it's hotel, it's airfare, you know, depending on where it's at in the in the U.S., you have uh, distraction like you know kids or or uh, significant other with you. 
um, to your point, Tim, I mean, it could be work, but um, it could be family that, that goes yeah. with you. And I, I think um, leaving, leaving that at home, staying focused, um, you know, on, on, on uh, making the most out of your, your trip is very, yeah, absolutely. Uh, another thing, don't overextend yourself. And that might go to uh, some of the after parties. Like I respond to almost every invitation I get to, I get, and we end up going maybe to one or two and then three, we just don't go to because we're so excited about it. And we feel like, ah, damn, we're going to go to every show. And by five o'clock, if you've walked the whole show, you're tired and you want to go to the first one or maybe the second one. Just don't just take it easy. Do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. And I, I usually network with, you know, like, uh, for instance, you guys as well, you know, you hear about all these uh, different after parties and like, Hey, where, where are you going? Where, what do you think is going to be the best for networking? And really that's, that's what you're using that for is, mm-hmm. is good networking. And, um, you know, obviously the bigger, the bigger after parties or networking parties, um, you know, for instance, at AHR, the Takeo event that we went to mm-hmm. hundreds, hundreds of people that show up to that. And, yeah. You know, uh, of course, you love the open bar, you know, but at the same time, it's, it's it is a great great opportunity to network with um, with local contractors, you know, and uh, yeah. see what's actually going on. So. And and also, I mean, when I say don't overextend yourself, I mean, listen, we all want to have fun, go out late, have a good time, but just if you got to get up in the morning, make sure you're coherent, have enough sleep, uh, hydrate, you know, things like that. Um, I've seen too many people the next day where you can tell they were, they were on a bend, like it, their face is all sweaty and their yeah, collars undone. Yeah. yeah. Their collars undone. I actually had a guy throw up on me at a trade show, like projectile vomit onto my leg. And oh. he like, he stumbled back and he like sat down and I walked over and I said, did you know you just threw up on me? And he's like, Oh, and I said, are you all right? Like he just, started turning like a different color and I was kind of worried that he was, he was, <laughs> he was all right. And then I had to go find a dry cleaner for my pants. So, um, but yeah, those good stuff happened at trade shows. Yeah. You, you see some of that stuff. I mean, I, I, I'll admit, you know, not to go into too much detail. I've, I've, uh, partaken in some after party, uh, festivities, so a little bit longer than I should have. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just don't lose your phone. Yeah, just don't lose the phone. That is the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't set it on a table and walk away from it or have anybody scoop it up for that matter. So mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. <laughs> One of the things that I've, I've found, John and I attend trade shows in a different perspective now than when I may have 15, 20 years ago. But, you know, there are tons of edu- educational opportunities at these trade shows. Yeah. A lot of them are free. You utilize some of those. They're great for networking. They're obviously valuable for your business acumen. Mike, you can probably, you know, talk a little bit more about this. Those seminars and, and educational sessions can be very valuable for a contractor. Yeah, very much so. Um, and and not to mention, so th- on those seminars, typically there's a, a title sponsor involved with it. Um, or what would you call those? I'm sorry, the seminar sponsors. Um and uh, and what what their their main objective obviously is is, is to uh, promote their their company. Um, you're getting great information, but in those seminars, you're also getting uh, maybe some inside scoop on pricing. Um, and I'll I'll give you a great example. I mean, at a uh, recent conference, I 
I sat in on a seminar that was uh, hosted uh, and sponsored by Good Leap Financing. And mm-hmm. I more recently switched to their their company because I was I was um, in that session. And it, it has actually changed the game for our, our business. You know, we've been able to finance uh, close to 30% more of our clients overall um, through their company. So um, I would have never known about it if I didn't even show up to the, the seminar. So I, th- I think that that was great. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And in, in, in to take full advantage of that, as well as, um, you know, when you're on the floor and, and you know of other opportunities uh, or conferences coming up that are hosted by some of these companies like Service Titan, um, you know, uh, get talk to them. Uh, they Oftentimes they give out free, um, free tickets in advance um, mm-hmm. to anybody attending. So you not only can set your, you can get great information at the trade show, but you can set yourself up for, for the next concert or the, uh, excuse me, the next uh, conference um, mm-hmm. coming up. And, you know, we're fortunate enough at AHR to be podcasting the appetite for construction podcast at the, at the show, check your local TV God for, <laughs> I can't tell you the times offhand right now, but you know, what I was going to say is there's a lot of podcasters that, will be in podcast row. So if you're in the area, or if you're interested in a, a subject or seeing somebody in particular, take time to just sit, sit and watch. And it's a, it's a good experience for people. I, I know um, that was our second time doing it last year, right, Tim? But we usually have some good guests on and uh, the, the hour flies by really quickly and it's a good time. But we are, we like I said, we're fortunate enough to be one of the the podcasters at Podcast Row, <laughs> and I've I've seen some of the setups for the the podcast stations. Like they have a whole, you know, desk setup with the stage yeah. lighting. It's almost like it's a show within a show, or yeah. show outside of a show, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think we're I think we're at eleven o'clock on Tuesday, or three three or four o'clock on Tuesday, and then eleven o'clock on Wednesday. John mentioned this earlier, but carry a bottle of water around with you. A lot of times it's hard to find some shows there's liquids around. A lot of trade shows now have booths with coffee and sodas and alcoholic beverages throughout the day. But there are some trade shows we go to where it's hard to find water, Um, carry water, carry some sort of water or, you know, jug around with you so you can have something to keep yourself refreshed during a trade show. It's It's a long, it can make for a long day. Yeah. To that point, you always see me with a backpack. I always have a backpack. I have some snacks, waters, yep. things like that. Um, yeah. Good, good trade show practice for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you know, you're, are you going to AHR? I will be at AHR. Yeah. yeah. So you're coming from California. It's in Chicago. It's in the middle of January. Talk about what you would pack. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, are you going to bring like a winter jacket? <laughs> if I'm I just have- wondering because how people pack, would they just put a carry on with a check in a big bag for, you know, for a climate that is, you're going to need extra clothing. Yeah. And, and honestly, to that point, actually, uh, I try, I try my best cause we're, I'm, I'm a part of next star network and <laughs> they are based in uh, St. Paul. So <laughs> as you know, they, they, uh, it gets pretty cold there during the winter time. So I try not to do seminars, uh, in that area during the winter because of the logistics. Yeah. I'm packing a bigger suitcase. I got the, the winter coat going on and, and, uh, and all that fun jazz. So 
Um, it, it definitely is challenging, you know, when you're traveling cross country or, or even halfway across any, any kind of plane flight for that matter. And, and you got to bring bulky stuff like that. So, um, but do pack accordingly because you, you hate to get there and, and not have it and wish yeah. you had it and then have to get it back home. It's, it's, it's a pain. Well, I, and I think this goes back to just, you know, like creating a plan for the show with appointments and stuff, dress for success. I mean, the days of John and I walking around with suits on, we don't do that anymore. I mean, for the first 10 or 15 years of trade shows, it was suit and tie. That was just the norm. It's really become more business casual where we're really everybody's branded out. But occasionally you'll see the sloppy. It's like, really, dude, that's what you wanted to wear? Dress yeah. for success. Like they're showing up to the beach or about to go into the pool, the hotel pool or something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, typically I'm, I'm wearing something light, you know, um, if it if it is hot. Um, well, I take that back. If it is hot, I, I would love to wear shorts, but I usually always wear jeans regardless. But I'll wear, a, you know, my my company polo and, and represent the company. So um, but um, but yeah, to your point, yeah, I, I, I think wearing a full suit and tie is, is a bit much for sure. All right, guys. Well, that's the show. Happy Friday, guys, and happy Friday to all the listeners, man. Let's let's uh, have a good weekend. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to next week at PHCC. Yeah, it's going to be a good one.